So aggressive rubber, is that what you said you would describe? <laughs> no. I have no clue what you're talking about. Oh my god. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to episode 56, because somehow we keep this shit show rolling. Uh we had a little bit of a kink in the oil, and that was because Woodcock apparently had date night or something and couldn't make it. So he's gotta go eat some pumpkin. We got you the next best thing. We got our boy, random guy, Kev, who came down to Conquest of Avalon 4 and hung out with us last weekend, or last weekend, and Soto, who ran the fucking thing. So, you know, going to go over some of that bullshit, and then we have our very own movie star, Mr. Corey Haynes, and his glorious peach fuzz mustache. Hello. Yeah, it's disgusting. I've I've got it for a couple more weeks. You've got it for a couple more weeks? Sorry. Oh, Movember? Is that that actually the the results of your Movember? That? Listen, it's thicker than it looks, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's what he said. No, oh it's it, it's weird, man. Like my mustache like grows in like this, but if I grow a beard, it's a totally different color. You, it's really annoying because your beard grows in better than mine does, but my mustache grows in. Yeah, like, you've got a healthy stash. Mine is disgusting. It, <laughs> it looks like I drank chocolate milk and just let it dry there. A <laughs> <laughs> little, little bit of butt eating. Yeah, but yeah. So I guess to kick it off, man, you uh, SCP's killing it. Overlord is uh, what a million views already. In like yeah. less than a week. Yeah. And apparently I I guess I'm the only idiot that's surprised by how well it's doing. Cause the guys that worked in the last project, I think were fully expecting it to blow up like it has. So, I mean, it's a first time for me to be in something that huge and actually be like credited for anything in it. So let me get $20. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nah, well, that's not going to happen for me, but it, uh, it was awesome, man. It's been an, it, like the, the whole thing after the release has been like, a weird experience like i have fan art and like people contacting me about how much they love the movie so it's just kind of cool that is cool yeah <laughs> deluge of butthole pics yeah well no i send those back to them <laughs> so, yeah he you heard it here folks Hogar haynes appreciates his fans yeah but yeah. Uh, no it's, it, it's it's awesome man people love it I, I loved it. It was really fun to watch. I think I watched it two or three times. Uh, there's yeah. a couple of specific scenes because the main thing for me was the cinematography, like the way it was shot. It's just so fucking clean and it looks so much better than any other like fan yeah. film or short film I've seen on YouTube in a long time. Yeah. Well, that's, um, that's, that's all that's Steven. That's, uh, that's Wayne Gassman. Those guys, um, they just, they knocked it out of the park, man. They took a lot of time in the color grades. They actually switched it. I think two or three times in post they took forever on sound because they wanted to make sure that it was like just right. So it was, uh, it was, like I said, man, it's, it's been an experience. It's cool. I, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. So it was awesome. Are you, are you going to use that knowledge for another project? Maybe. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, everybody that follows the show knows about QRF and if they donated to it, then I sent out an update talking about it being delayed until next September. Cause we lost Plies, New Mexico, which anybody who keeps up with AMS knows we lost it. <clears throat> so yeah. sad. Yeah. It's, it sucks, man. That's my favorite thing to do every year. Like if there's one event, I'll drop everything and go to it. It's Copperhead. Like lo- lost it forever. No, 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 no. Okay. No, we, yeah, it was, it was our shooting location. I was just saying we lost, we lost the location. So we, we don't have like QRF has to be shot there because it's the only place in America with an Afghan village that I have access to. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, the East side, the East side gets pretty close, but it's not. Um, But uh, 
we're moving on to another project. I can't say too much about it yet because we're still getting stuff locked in. But <laughs> as it's uh, turning out, it's going to be, I think, bigger than what we initially had planned for QRF. So the goal is to make the one we're working on, we're going to start shooting it in February, uh, is for that to just blow up and be huge and you know get us some traction going into QRF in September, which is when we're going to shoot it, hopefully, if COVID's gone by then. So and, I got uh, donate again? No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that I like, yeah. I, I was not, I was not going to do another Kickstarter um, after having to delay the first one I ever did. I felt really terrible about it. So this is all coming out of uh, my pocket and some other decent people that wanted to be involved in the production that are going to throw in on it. So I don't mind throwing in. No, I got five dollars. No, no, no. We're going to make it and let everybody enjoy it, and then we'll move on with QRF, and then. After that, maybe we can do another Kickstarter for something even bigger. So Ooh, cool. Yeah. No, we're every, everybody that's involved in it so far is really excited. Um, I think it's gonna be cool. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. sounds good. Yep. So anyway, let's talk about uh let's talk about Avalon. The chain mail. The chain mail was do so we uh yeah, Conquest Avalon was this last weekend. I had a lot of fun. I was only able to go like Friday and fuck around for a little bit, and then I was only able to play Saturday. Uh, your boy Kev was out there running with him, watching him sprint into <laughs> death and doom every single time. Screaming <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. Was really funny. I tell you I one thing about playing with Kev, man, he gets bored. He gets really fucking bored. <laughs> like if shit ain't actively popping off, he is not about that life. Yeah, I mean, I what mean, team are you guys on? Uh, Merck. Oh, and okay. it's like it's it's one of those things where it's like. All right, guys, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Let's let's run. Let's do something. I don't care if we die. Let's do something right now. I don't care. Let's do it. And then it's just like, okay, I die. Cool, whatever. But nobody else ran with me. So like well, Cole back there around. sniping. Yeah, if you like <laughs> run with me, I'm like, bitch, I got a bolt action. I'm not running. It's shit. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, someone help me. Someone help me on my team. Someone. But you know, everybody's watching their little corners and just shooting back and their BB's not flying far enough. And it's like, oh, come on. Please. Some people's BBs weren't flying far enough. I, uh, I recently got, because I, I wasn't using the Wolverine bolt. I was using just my Springer that I recently got back from uh, Zero from X Customs. And the first half of the day was really, really isolated to uh, one side of the AO, which we're going to get into. And I want to talk to you a little bit about that Soto here in a second. But it was the fobs were really close. And so it was a really congested, like right off the bat. And there wasn't anybody that was out of my reach. And it was so much fucking fun just bopping fools in the face with four eights. Oh my God. I, I, I had more fun sniping, like just behind regular cover, like no ghillie suit. I'm just wearing like a plate carrier and fucking black pants and shit. Uh, but I, I was taking scalps of that thing all day Saturday and I just could not have had a better time with it. It was super, super fun. Um, but I know not everybody was super pleased with the event. Um, and I think it, this is probably chalked up to a combination of things. Uh, but Soto, what's, uh, how you doing, bud? How's, how's your rectum? Uh, yeah, I've been taking my, I've been taking my licks all week, man. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm I'm still, I'm still here barely, (laughs) but, uh, a lot of good information came down the pipe, you know, with everybody I talked to this week, every, you know, a lot of stuff I agreed, a lot of stuff I didn't agree with. Um, 
that the way initially we thought about like the fobs being so close, we thought about the fights, like the engagements were just going to be insane. And they were, and players were getting irritated because they didn't know what to do. So like, Oh, the fucking fobs are too close. I can shoot from one fob to the other. Okay. Do it. Cause they think that they can, but they really can't. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of the players weren't aggressive either. So it was like a lot of people just can't a lot of stagnation. And happened. I'm like, oh, you know, yeah. let's go. Let's get up and go. Everyone, follow me. Let's just die. Because, you know, respawns over there. We just got to wait five minutes. Let's just go out there and die. It's fine. Well, we we talked about this. One thing that I noticed, and this is kind of the point of uh, Conquest of Avalon, kind of one of Overwatch Tactics niches, correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys cater as like kind of light sim. It's meant to encourage and be a feeder for new players that want to get out of just weekend games and move into like op related shit. So they were, and this year they were a shitload. I'd say like 50%, 50%, 50, at least 50, 55%. Yeah. New players don't call shit because they think it's cool still. And they're like taking it super serious. And like you hit them four fuck. I had one kid, like I said, he was like playing peekaboo with me and he leaned out to flip me off and I shot him straight in the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's you know people just uh the hit calling was a re- was a real problem and the, the i uh newer players don't think of certain things when it comes to like game flow and how they're going to run out of their fob or how they're going to run i guess tactically and so the f- fact that the fobs were that close together they would just get laser lock and see the other team over there and just run straight at them instead of taking an angle or instead of setting up a position or instead of trying to move for objectives. It unfortunately became a big uh, TDM for a lot of it. And unfortunately that comes down to a combination of just new players, not really understanding what they're supposed to be doing. I think, I I think the first day we got literally all the objectives and they only got like two and that was kind of it for them at some point. Well, they Caber was a little on the slow side with the objectives when, you know, because dude Jay was fucking killing it. It was like boom, 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 and then you know Caber was like ah fuck it whatever you guys go this way you guys go this way and I'm like bro no this is objective based you have to complete these yeah. you know and then when he kind of started picking it up you know and then he was going one after another one after another and they ended up by the end of day one they ended up catching up just because Merc ran out of their objectives. Because we didn't think, you know, we expected the Badlands. That was a, that was supposed to be an hour and a half fight. Because the way we had the coins and with the amount of bodies we had over there, and it lasted like thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, and so like I said, my the one of the nice things to see, and we saw this last year too. And I was trying to explain to a couple of kids is that AO is built like a starfish. You've got like nine different branching areas. It goes deep here. It goes shallow here. Then you've got the bridges to deal with in the ravines. Um, and so people, people complaining about like, well, it's too congested. It's like, well, it's not, you're just not going somewhere that there isn't fighting going on. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. gotta make a flank. You gotta make a move around. You gotta position yourself. But I, I get the frustration. Uh, I personally, like I told you on day one, I didn't really agree with having the fob so close. I yeah. thought something that could have worked really well would have been angling the fobs on either side of the bridges so that it played more long ways and then make designated bridges that were closer to the fob for each team and then make the middle bridge, the pay bridge. But 
Um, did you guys end up trying that on day two or? Well, no, we ended up kind of just opening it up or like, you know, players just want to go out and do what they want to do. So we ended up putting, so what we're going to do next round is we'll have the fobs starting on opposite ends and the winner from previous year will get the better of the fobs because there's one truly good fob. Mm. That's the one that's next to the jousting area with all the camo netting. Yeah, because <laughs> if you look at the elevation of the terrain between there and the you bridges, just control more of the field too. Yeah, exactly. So that would have its advantage more than on the way on the opposite side where the auditorium is. Um, so we're thinking that Saturday, you know, because that's when our, we have our most bodies is probably doing our fobs that way, and then mm-hmm. probably put uh, you know in- increasing what we're going to do is call them talks. And there'll be like a hard talk to where they can't be attacked. And then you'll have a mobile talk. So a mobile aid station that can't be moved. And so that initiates when you have a hard talk on the opposite side, it gives them another place to where they can tap into versus going all the way back to the fob. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So between that and designating each bridge for each faction, and then like Cole was saying, we're going to make our center bridge our market and put our underminers there, very few. And make that because everybody wants the least path, the least, the least path of a resistance, right? Mm-hmm. And Kingsbridge is that least path of resistance yeah, because it's fast, so flat. Fastest way is a straight shot. Yeah. So, question was for this game with like the size of the AO Soto, that means was there only like your respawns were literally the fob and that was it? Well, no, we had mobile aid stations too. Okay, you did too. Okay. Yeah, yeah those so, were set up and they were, you guys did something not neat where you could use the mobile aid station to kind of block off an area of the map because while there was somebody in the mobile aid station, it couldn't be attacked. The problem yeah. is airsofters, even though they know it tactically gives their team the advantage, none of them were willing to sit in there for more than like five <laughs> minutes at a time. So like, I, I literally did like a one me we did like a one man push, wiped this squad and then some dudes came with me and we flipped the flag on the aid station. And then we're like, all right, somebody stay here. We're going to go around and try to move up the middle. And while you guys are here, they can't flank us. Yeah. We get shot in the ass cheek because the kid just like wandered the fuck off. And it's like, uh, what? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and that's How are you like, doing? And the other team, that's, uh, that's, uh, not, that's not what was, ha- what was happening. And some people were shooting directly out of the mobile aid station. It's like, guys, you're not supposed to shoot yeah. out of there. Which is a pretty like airsoft basic idea, but <laughs> new players. And people were still, and, and play, players were still doing it. And it wasn't like, just new players, man. Like, especially oh when it came to like the, uh, there's some sections that they made it very clear in the safety brief. If you yeah. see caution oh, tape, yeah. you cannot shoot over, under, or through the caution tape. Treat it as a wall. It's a force yeah. field. Yeah. So if you wow. see somebody and on the other side of it, off too. Yeah. It's yeah. Crazy. It's big, big, bright yellow caution tape. And they say, you cannot shoot through this or around this. There's some dudes that I know that I've seen at events for years that I know know the fucking rules yeah. that we're not abiding by. Because yeah. that that idea has definitely been out of rule at like Tyson Milsom games, like the Jackal mm-hmm. flags, Cole. Like that's, yeah. oh, that's it's a been a rule. rule at, it's been a rule at every event I've ever been yeah. to. They, so you know, that's crazy. Even marked off that. people were still doing it. Yeah, people were still doing it. It was just like weird. I'm like, and then people, the, the hard cover piece when you toss a grenade at somebody, it was just like, oh my oh, god, god, yeah. Like, I had be like, I had somebody arguing with me, bro. Okay. Somebody was arguing with me on HUD hard cover. A bush is not hard no. cover. <laughs> oh Boy. my God. Like I was losing my mind. I'm like, Boy, if you ever get in a real firefight, nice knowing you. 
Yeah. Yeah, uh, We got a question in the chat. Um, They want to know what big changes are coming for 2021. Uh, For Avalon? Uh, Um, Overwatch. Overwatch in general. Overwatch in general. A lot of new stuff, actually. Um, So I'm hoping that we'll probably do two to three events next year. Um, one possibly being the hospital. Uh, I was talking to zero them getting that back, which is they're opening, doing a soft opening. I think at the end of January, so I'll say speaking uh, of Breachport productions now has access to the hospital again, uh, zero from X customs and Breachport productions is going to be on the show here in the following yeah. weeks. So keep an eye out for that. There's gonna be a lot of really good information. Uh, I also heard a rumor that something else cool is going to be going on at that hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, place is haunted. Yeah, it's it's such a cool. It is a cool place. That's that's one to come down for, Kev. Yeah, if you haven't seen the uh, KWA Insider video that Gold Wolf did out there, it's pretty dope. Uh, The division. I heard. I heard haunted. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, I don't know. Well, I don't know if you've seen SCP Overlord, Kev, but I can keep you safe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we got our own Ghostbuster here. Yeah. I'd I, I bust Ghost with 556, man. I'm always down for travel for whatever's going on. Like, whenever, if Soto's doing another, you know, some type of event, I mean, I'll try to make it out wherever I can. I'm not one of these cheap air softers. I can buy my own flight anywhere. And buy my own hotel. So I'll like, rub it in. You guys just let me know <laughs> if adulting doesn't get in the way and COVID doesn't pick up some more the way it is. I mean, I'm down. Yeah, should be a good. But uh, but yeah, next year, uh, you know, we've got something that we're trying to do new um, with the community as a whole. Um, so a, a lot of new things, you know, with uh, new companies coming out. Uh, big companies trying to do different things uh, in 21 and we're lucky enough that we're going to be a part of it. Um, and then Avalon five, um, you know, we haven't had a set date. I still got to uh, finish negotiations after this, uh, <laughs> this brutal beating the AO took this year. Um, but hopefully we'll be able to come back at uh, Avalon five. And, you know, from there, you know, who knows, we'll, we'll, we'll be at iron horse. We're, Planning on doing a lot more playing next year uh, since we had to basically lock all of our shit down. But, uh, you know, the first quarter of next year, we're coming out, you know, Iron Horse, uh, TCA. Yeah. yeah. And then- so, speaking of uh, everybody, Iron Horse is coming. It's what, January 4th? 9th and 10th? 9th no, and 10th. 9th and 10th. Okay. 9th wow, 10th. I thought it was earlier. So, uh, they actually made an announcement today uh, because they're not players aren't really going to be around staff or staff areas. They are no longer requiring you to come with a COVID test. Uh, They're still going to have COVID testing on site, but it is highly recommended that you do get a COVID test beforehand, if not for your own safety, because of the fact that they will be doing a raffle for everyone separately for a VFC 416 who comes with a clean COVID test, a recent clean COVID test. So get one the week before, do yourself a favor. It's not that bad and bring that with you to get thrown into a raffle at Iron Horse. Uh, Tickets for that are live now, I believe. Um, They're doing absolutely everything within their power 
to make sure that this event runs off without a hitch. I think it's going to be great. Um, I went to Iron Horse 2 and I had an absolute blast. I'm just yeah. not about to do an 18-hour drive again. Um, <laughs> Cole could barely yeah. do a 12-hour drive to Colorado. Dude, so. I was I was smoked. That hey, was Kev, fucking brutal. Kev just said he can afford to fly you out there and put you in a hotel. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it. I heard, I heard <laughs> All that chicken wing money. Wait, where is... Where, um, so, are, are you ever... Perry, Georgia? East Coast. It's Perry, Georgia, I believe. Yeah, it's yeah Perry, Perry, Georgia. Georgia. Yes. Are you ever coming to the East Coast to do an event for Overwatch? I I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> uh, East, East Coast. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm always open to anything. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I I always had a rule. I think it was rule number three. Anything past like a nine hour drive, I kind of feel that Overwatch was like a national company. Gotcha. Um, but with, you know, us, we'll, we'll be hitting five years next year, man, which, which, which is a feat itself, yeah. you know, great. five years in business of legal business, <laughs> but, uh, you know, five years, man, I don't know. I mean, who knows, who knows what we'll do, you know, next year or maybe even the year after that, I'm, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I'll tell yeah. you that. Got another, uh, sorry. I got another question for you. Soto. Uh, yeah. Someone wants to know. He says he run. Or I can't read. I'm blind. Brian Capus says for Soto, I run Star Wars based role play Milsim. I know not all events are perfect, but how do you guys iron out your objectives and rules? Uh, any recommendations? Um. So rules. I mean, rules are just kind of how you make it. I mean, what kind of theme? You know, Star Wars theme. Uh, what kind of engagements? You know, that kind of be something to look into. Um, flow now flow is something I have learned over the course of these five years. Um, and you you really just need to know your player base. You really need to know tactics. Um, you know, when I look at a map, I, I kind of base it off of how many players I got. Then I go into, you know, how many buildings does AO have, you know, just everything that can kind of account for flow for either stoppage, blockage, whatever. I take all that into account. So you really just need to do a, an overview of your area of observation and kind of plan your attacks that way on what players are going to do. Good advice. Look at that. Holy shit. Are we being productive for once? My God. A couple, a couple quick side notes and then we'll get into the sponsor segment. Cause we got a shill. Um, <laughs> we, uh, the uh, Ian from gun gamers is in here. I don't know if you guys saw the charity event they did for St. Jude's. Uh, but it ended up raising almost $6,000. It was really, really cool. I had a great time doing it. Um, some of our boys like Cass was on there. Uh, Oh my God. That was hilarious. Kevin Tristan, (laughs) like absolutely duked it out for top spot. Like it was, it was a great time and it was really cool to see. Yeah. How many, how many raffles did you end up with? That's what I want to know. Who won the most? I got two shirts. So um and I, a ticket to a milson west game i got yeah. nothing tristan tristan definitely got more than me but like i mean i got a number of items that nice. i don't remember so it was a good time for sure yeah, it was it was cool yeah I, mean, I got all this mogun swag which is dope yeah um, yeah you got a lot that's, of that's really cool holy fuck yeah you I'm, can just throw all so that happy. in the trash <laughs> like he's he's my, he's, <laughs> he's my friend and he's on the show and i don't have that much shit that motherfucker never gives me anything for free dude I, oh, that, that, that tiger stripe hoodie is my favorite that's i wear awesome. it all the time Derek, uh, so I've been at Derek's before i caught the rona i've been at Derek's a decent amount and uh yeah he's got some really cool pipeline camos coming down yes. so um 
that's so but yeah i've been able to hang out with them since rona it's not a good time don't get it rona's Rona's kicking everybody's ass uh yeah oh hey you want he said you want a brain exploder mount Corey. oh yeah i i I got i got a brain exploder you did i did i did not Yes, he, he just said you did. Ian, just what? in the chat. Do you want to? Yeah, you yeah. dumb, you dumb, right. dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I was dealing, dude. I was dealing with drunk girls in Bricktown. Oh nice. God. yeah, oh. I got assigned. To, I got assigned to Bricktown that night. I was in my cop car doing the charity thing because there was nothing going on because the Ronas. So anyway, you better, awesome. you better hit him up. You better yeah, hit him up. Yeah, no, right? that's awesome. I can always use a brain exploder mount. And then. As far as stuff goes for the show, we've got a bunch of shit lined up. Uh, we've got like six or seven. I've got to do the schedule. We got like six or seven guests coming out. We are going to have hopefully Woodcock on at some point soon. Uh, the next guest we're going to have is going to be Roy and Eric of Speed QB to discuss their new Milsim loadout that I've been talking about and screaming over for like weeks now. It's fucking hot. I really, 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 really excited about it. Um, after those, we're going to have uh, the guys from Real Sim, who is a group that are running a 44 hour straight um, super hardcore style event at D Day Adventure Park in April. Uh, I'm really interested in that. I'm probably going to go to that event. Then we've also got two or three individuals coming on the pipe. So it's, this is, we're, we're chocked, we're stacked. If you sent me a DM about trying to come on the show, I'm probably not going to reply. Just a heads up. Uh, with that being said, a quick word from our sponsors. Anola Gay. Use code ASAP15 to get 15% off all textile products and smoke in the United yep. States. I'm sorry, UK. They do not love you as much as they love us. KWA Airsoft. A tried and true staple in the airsoft community. Kev was actually using the T10 custom with the Gate Titan MOSFET in it at Conquest of Avalon 4. Nice. Uh, they had a whole setup. The Ronin 47 is out now. The LM4D is the next thing down the pike. Uh, it feels incredible. I got to get my hands on it. I didn't get to shoot it, but yeah. it's real hot. Uh, I really, really want one. I'm super excited about it. And then Overwatch Tactics. Soto's right here. Look at that fucking face. <laughs> They do go to the events. <laughs> All right. All right. Shill time over. Back to the show. Were there any more questions in the chat? I believe there you guys go to Copperhead next year. Yeah. That's the plan. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be filming at Copperhead. Yeah. Exactly. Be there. Yeah. That's, that's the plan for us to do Corey's film. Yep. That's the main focus. Not even playing so much. It'll be just literally uh, the movie. Hey, Corey, what'd you pay on your razor? What did I pay for it? Yeah, you don't mind me asking. Uh, Mid twenties. No. It was it was about twenty five with uh, all the stuff that it had on it. Yeah, it looks good with the dude. It is the. Job. I took it out this last weekend. Uh, I saw that. I've got a I've got a four K video I'm trying to put up. I don't know where I'm going to put it up because my YouTube is nothing right now. But uh, put it on dude, your dude, it was awesome. Like we went out to a place called Crossbar Ranch and uh, ran it around, and it was a good time. But there's definitely some things I need to put on there to beef it up. It needs a, uh, needs a back bumper needs uh rock sliders. Cause it's a real rocky, rocky uh, set of trails. And I mean, I was, I was busting up the bottom of it pretty bad, but it's a, it's a blast, man. Absolutely worth it. Uh, where does the SCP go next? Mm-hmm. Your guess is as good as mine, man. Um, I, I'm not in, in any way involved in the production side of it outside of just uh, acting and advising. So they they want it to be an anthology. So it, it's not going to continue any of the stories. It probably won't be the same characters. Um, so I, cu- I, I couldn't tell you what their plans are. 
I think they need a fat guy for that. What's funny is is one of the guys involved, uh, his name is John. I can't remember his last name, but he, uh, he's, he's a thick boy. And, uh, oh yeah. The guy that played the French dude, he got memed hard talking about how thick thick the MTF is the mobile task force, dude. And there's some (laughs) awesome dude there again. It's a first for me. I've been memed. Uh, uh, it's awesome, but the the memes are hilarious. I I would assume they're all like in the SCP reddits and and stuff like that. But I don't go that deep into the rabbit hole. I need yeah, to. But they probably have, yeah, they probably have a cult following too. Oh, it's Something huge. Like yeah. yeah, it's massive. Oh, it's a massive. Awesome. It's a, it's it's a big like the best way I can describe it is it's an online wiki that turned into this like creepypasta and then evolved <laughs> in like its own universe. Yeah. And it's, it's I've done deep dives. I've been watching YouTube for like ever since Dollhouse came out for like the last year, two years. I've been watching just all kinds of shit on. I'm really really obsessed with it at this point. It's super cool. Uh, they made video games. Um. And I think they're currently trying to get, they're currently trying to pitch that to uh, streaming services, right? Um, I know, I, I know it was kind of a proof of concept. So I, I don't know. Like I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. And even if I could, I don't know if I could. So, Oh no, I mean, he mentioned it. The, he mentioned it. Okay. On, uh, yeah. So I think, were... I, I think that's kind of the goal. Um, I don't know the legalities of it because it's, um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's that something common and fair use and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm, yeah. Cause people have created those SCP, right? If somebody yeah. wrote those wiki pages and created yeah. the concept. So I don't know if it'd be one of those things where you have to, if you wanted to go in and you want to start pulling a certain number SCP and using it to make like a, uh, an episode, if you'd have to go and find that person, track them down and pay for the royalties. Probably have to make their own, but that's everyone wants to see popular ones. So, you know, yeah. And if you look, if if you look on, on the YouTube page, I mean, it's everybody is just guessing, Oh, is this from the red pool or is this from this? Is this from this? And they just list off hundreds of these, these SCPs trying to guess which one it was supposed to be, but it's original. That's what the writer had. It had some real heavy HP Lovecraft vibes, you know, aside from the tentacle monster, there's a lot of like mountains of madness thrown in there with the fog and with the the cult. Like if you, um, if you go, Look at the the Kickstarter that they did. He he mentions Lovecraft in there. Yeah. So just just speaking shit. of uh, like how popular S you know SCP is actually is Derek and Ben. I've been watching them play Arma just in Discord, and there's like whole Arma three mods with. Yeah, it's my character. Yeah, people are playing our characters. Yeah, that's cool. Trippiest crap ever. Like to have somebody like do fan art for you, to have people reach out to you and say, Hey, man, I really enjoyed the movie. Hey, man, you did a great job. Hey, good job on the advising, stuff like that. I mean, it's it's awesome. That was one thing is I saw from the the one interesting thing, and this actually is another thing, Kev, you were kind of talking about uh, burnout, and I saw one of the comments was from our own very sweet punk talking about it's the people in airsoft that burn him out. And I'm going to get to that in a second, but uh, it was really funny to watch the comments from the trailers go from, Oh, they're too skinny to, Oh, they don't know how to move to uh, as a so-and-so X, whatever the fuck jizz guzzler. That's not how you would move in a stat to when the film was out, they were like, <laughs> Oh, that was cool. Yeah, like, oh, that looked like really think, good. Like that was on, on point. I like to think we shut them up pretty good. So I, I, I can go in a little bit more on that. There's yeah. a guy named Ty motor who was the, uh, who was the main advisor. Uh, he did um, dollhouse with the guys and then they had him come back. He was only able to be there for two days, but the guy, like I, I love going to training and picking apart training. Cause I've done a lot of training. Um, I like watching movies and picking apart movies because you know, I know what, at least I have a rough idea of what things should look like in certain scenarios. Cause I've, 
not to sound like a douchebag. I've, I've kicked a lot of doors. So it was funny. It was hard to keep my mouth shut whenever the trailer came out and the trailer honestly looked like a bunch of guys walking around. And so people are immediately like, Oh, scrawny airsofty boys and blah, 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 blah. And other oh, tactics are terrible. And then the movie came out. And I mean, there's so little of that, like not at all. Yeah. Um, Ty trains people all the way up, you know, in special operations. Like he goes all the way up. He was Kansas city SWAT. He's a legitimate guy. He picked me out of the group, like within five minutes. Like he's, he essentially just came up well, to me. You're and a said, silverback gorilla compared to the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he goes, yeah, man, he goes, I can, I can see the way your eyes move and everything when you're watching these dudes. And he's like, I can tell like without shaking your head, like you're shaking your head. And I'm like, well, it, it is what it is. Um, some of the guys do. I'll give credit to airsofters. Airsofters play enough and they pay attention enough to people that are willing to give them the training that they're decent at doing it. They're going to be better than your average civilian at going in and clearing a room. That's just all there is to it. I mean, even just playing with guns gives them just some some hands-on experience. Yeah, some hands-on experience, just a little bit of understanding. So it's not hard to take a group of guys that have only ever played airsoft and make them look good. Now, is it rehearsed? Yes, absolutely. We all know exactly where we're going. We have to hit certain points. So we're in the frame of the camera and stuff like that. But we are really clearing that area like you would clear that area. And then they work the camera around it. But it's it's rehearsed at the end of the day. But it's how you would do it. And uh, I mean, Ty was there the first two days. So like the initial entry and all that stuff is him. Some of the stuff upstairs is me. Uh, some of the exfils me. And then some stuff I wasn't there for at all. So I don't know where it came from. But all in all, I mean, it's it's you would have to look really hard to pick it apart. But here's the truth about room clearing is something is going to be wrong with it every single time you do it, real world or in training. You're never perfect at it. And if you think you're perfect at it, that's when you're going to get shot. So you're smoking crack. Yeah, that's and that's how we always trained. I mean, there's a reason why you do it in the infantry every single day. You know, whenever I was doing the narcotic stuff, there's a reason why we went and we trained on it every single day. It's because you have to be good at it because you're, you're going to make mistakes regardless because every single house you go into is going to be different. Even if it's the same house built the exact same way, different furniture, different obstacles, different people. Like it's always it's coming just, in a different angle. Yeah. yeah. It's always, a, it's always a moving target. You're never going to perfect it. You can be good at it, but you're never going to be perfect at it. So when people sit there and, oh, stupid, oh, blah, 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 blah. What's you know, why you're, everyone's you're an idiot. It's to be avoided if possible every single time. If you can avoid right. breaching a house, you don't fucking breach the house. Yeah. Yeah. It's just too well, many. And, and here's the thing. I've, I've gone back and I've seen myself on body cam footage do some really stupid stuff, <laughs> like really stupid stuff. Uh, I mean, it's just when you, when you're in real world situations, man, like you see a black hole or just, it's like light at the end of the tunnel and you're just going for it. Hardcore. Like when you get out and take off running after somebody, you're not thinking about what the next step is. You're just trying to catch them. There could be a million things going on around you and you're just not seeing it. So it's a uh, vision. Yeah. I mean, it, it is, it's a type of tunnel vision. Yes, for sure. So I feel like a lot of those people in the comments, people always talk shit. People, no matter what people talk shit and it happens until they get the final product. And when they get the final product, you shut them up every time. Especially yeah. if the final product is really good and put together because people trailers are cool. But at the same time, that's where people talk all their shit. And then they yeah. stop when they so, get the final sometimes, product. Sometimes the final product is just... Yeah. Big. Well, and, but, and, and every, everybody, everybody's a big boy online. Yeah. You know? yeah always. Every, everybody wants to run their mouth online. S- speaking, of, speaking of putting up or shutting up, uh, 
boys talking about the pugil stick fights. You want you want to talk about that? Talk about me getting my fucking shit absolutely. I'm just I surprised got, you're still with us. I got my I, shit tossed so hard. That kid, like that I, video was brutal. I think I only won one out of five. Uh, they conquest at, at conquest of Avalon. Overwatch Tactics did a pugil stick fight. If you don't know what a pugil stick fight is, they're like these foam fighting sticks. Um, I had the great misfortune of getting smoke with a Marine who knew exactly what the fuck he was doing and was like, done it dude, before. Homeboy let's, was a, let's, homeboy let's, was a stud. Like regardless, let's just say like, he just finished that portion of that training. Like he was yeah. fresh off the boat. <laughs> he, he told me that too. He, he, yeah. That's what, that's what Caber said. He's like, this dude like just finished. Like he's been living with the, one of those sticks in his hands for like a month now. It's like, he was yeah. hyped and I got up there and I knew it was good. There's, there's really funny. There's one picture where like, you can see, like I'm just standing there. You can see my eyes through my helmet and I look a little concerned. And it's cause this dude's like, <laughs> staring at the ground like popping his neck and his shoulders and shit i'm like oh he's taking this really fucking serious oh uh, this is gonna be rough and then we went at it and i had so much fucking fun um it was an absolute blast uh i felt like i was pretty like i was kind of getting a hang of it there near the end because the last two of the five were way more competitive than the first two uh part of my problem in the first two was like my mask got knocked off but he just kept circling to my side and shoving me in the ribs and I couldn't do anything to stop it because I didn't know how to position myself. Uh, the third match, he, I run in duck low and he beefs my ass in the face like he just fucking Dude. butt stroked me with the stock of a gun. Just yeah, nails me. That would have knocked me unconscious. Like oh, it it's it cracked my head. But yeah, I, I, I got lightheaded just watching him hit you. Yeah, I've been <laughs> cracked before though, like boxing and shit. So like, I, it wasn't anything crazy to me. And they're foam sticks, so I just kind of rolled into it and kept fighting. Um, but. He dude, that that kid danced around me every single time. Uh, I it, it's hard to explain. It's it was both exhausting, the most exhausted I've ever been in an event. But I also was having so much fucking fun. Guys on either end of the bridge were talking shit, fucking rip his get get rip his dick off, grab his dick and twist it, like all kinds of things. Like, I'll tell I'll tell you, dude. Like I was fucking pissed. Like. I was ashamed. Like there wasn't that many mercs, dude. Oh, no mercs up. I was unit yeah. unit morale. Dude was fucking Bro, through the they roof, hate, man. They rolled deep. They're talking shit to me the whole time. Oh, like, God damn, God, you yeah. motherfuckers! Like I, I will say one thing, uh, Soto. You cannot do that without people you know. Yeah, there's no yeah, way. I, well, well, me and Brian talked. We're like, we scaved that one. Whew, all right, that's done. We're not doing it again. Good concept. <laughs> I, I had like, a blast. Every time, every time, like, you know, you guys were met, hitting the pugil sticks, dude, I'm just like, cha-ching, cha-ching, lawsuit, lawsuit. Well, because we, like, we, went, we were going at it, too. Like, he, he like, yeah. like, that kid, that kid was a beast. I like to think I'm in pretty good shape. And, like, when we, when we collided, it was, you could hear it. Like, we were making fucking noise. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. It was, but it was, it was super fucking fun. Uh, the guy's name is Donnie. He was with, uh, what what's the team? Uh, what's their team Raiders. name? Uh, Death Raiders. Uh, Death, Death, Death Raiders. Raiders, and they're the guys yeah. who run real or part of Real, real Sim LLC. Real Sim, yeah. who we'll hopefully have them on the show soon. <laughs> Can't do not have enough good things to say about that dude. He was an absolutely fantastic sport while he was yeeting me like a fucking rag doll. <laughs> um, I will I will say, man, like you know, I that that kid right there. Uh, he's a very rare marine because, and when I say rare marine. He's I've never met. I, well, no. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, but no, just like as humble as he was, man, like a lot of Marines are not very humble. They're aggressive as fuck. No. And no, because he was a that's, super cool guy. Yeah. I mean, he was super chill, super humble, but he would still rip your head off. <laughs> oh, he, <laughs> you know? he, he came to play, man. Like I said, when, when, when we got into it, like I so said, there was the first couple we, we'd clash with the sticks and get into it. And I was like, fuck, man, this guy's 
this guy's, this guy's a little bit stronger than me, but I think I'm a little bit faster than him, but he just knew what he was doing. Like he'd, I'd come in and I'd roll and I'm used to wrestling. So I immediately would like try to leg trip or do something else or get to the side. And he would just let me roll into him and he wouldn't move his feet and he would just roll his stick up under, get me in the armpit and throw me out of the ring like every fucking time. And then mm-hmm. I figured that out the third or fourth. It's like the third or fourth round. Yeah, I got I ducked in, planted my feet, and got my shoulder into him and got him out. But that was, and I think he, fuck, I think he gave me that to be honest, like because he didn't seem that he just like let it happen. He's like, whatever, I won the first three. I don't give a fuck. Uh, but no, it was it was really cool, man. I I had I had a lot of fun. I'm really excited to have those guys on or a couple of the guys on to talk about their real sim thing. Um, and it was it was a neat deal that you'll never see at another event and you'll probably never see again. Yep. So I'm really happy I got to be a part of it. Uh, I had to do it and I knew I was going to have to whenever Merck's team were like, we need a champion for the Pugil stick fight crickets. And I was like, they're like, who's, who's, got the, who's got the biggest balls here? And I was like, I got a dick like a dinner plate. What's up? <laughs> so how did, how did the whole Pugil stick like fight thing even happen? Soto, like I'm surprised. Was it just so, like a, in the moment kind of thing, or you guys planned well, it? No, yeah. So each event we've kind of taken like so. Last year, uh, Avalon Three, we did uh, Sword of the Stone. So like the the last prop was the sword that was in the stone. You had to collect codes to be able to unlock it. So every event we've had kind of like a different theme for a movie. And so this year was Robin Hood, uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. And so the epic battle scene between little John and uh, Robin and Loxie on the bridge where they're like fighting with their sticks and the sticks get like really small. You got Dave Chappelle, like, you know, you can just jump over the Creek. (laughs) That's where we, that's where we took that. And then, you know, with a little bit of Milson, you know, doing sticks. On a side note, hey Fritz, you can talk all the shit you want, but you know I would have smoked your dumb ass so fucking hard if you stepped up in there. Don't even come to me. Like, I'm, fi- I'm fine. T- I'm fine taking a loss when it, the kid's an absolute fucking stud like that dude was. Like that was that was that was not an easy match for. I I would have put that kid against anybody on Merc. He would have just steamrolled him. That dude was. Hey, a we'll bring monster. we'll 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 bring the pugil sticks to Vendor Rose. So if anybody yeah. wants to sign a waiver and. Yeah, do a quick little. That could, that could be fun. <laughs> so, like, uh, I, I'm. We should have done the golf cart jousting again. That was probably the most dangerous thing because we were just hammered. <laughs> oh my god, that was that was. This is what I love about Avalon, though. There's always something that does not really have anything to do with the event that makes it my favorite event of the year. <laughs> if that makes any sense. It's that little, it's, it's the little things that make it an event. Yeah, dude. It's, it's, it's always a, it's always a good time. Fritz, you're the one who started talking (laughs) shit. (laughs) Jesus Christ. A part of that boy's brain ain't right. Um, (laughs) Easy man. That's your, that's your dedicated driver. That is, that is, that is my boo right there. He is an excellent, excellent driver. (laughs) What's our timestamp at right here? We are 42 minutes. 42 minutes. Okay. So we still got some time. So Kev, well, what do you got going on? Cause we, I guess we should probably talk about your latest episode where oh, you're going over burnout and airsoft, right? Cause like I said, we, we saw a comment that punk made where he said it was people that burn him out and yeah. not so much airsoft as a whole. Um, and I thought there were some really good comments tied in with that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I feel like that falls in the bubble of burnout because I've had a, a lot of conversations with a number of content creators and just people in general about them being burned out from airsoft. They're tired. 
of the same, you know, bullshit. And it's like, sometimes it's, you got to change out the field that you play at, or sometimes you got to change up the community that you're involved in, because sometimes people can lead you to all the bullshit because I, it's something that we, um, like me and punk talked about. And I said it to you as well with the, the whole kicking Mustang mm-hmm. and jet jet argument. Oh yeah. That like, where that was like the whole drama bullshit. Like what the fuck? Like what was care? the whole thing with that? They yeah. made a, they made yeah, a whole like thing digging into each other over like some bullshit. I, I cause know. you know, cause Navridge has a podcast now and yeah. just like everybody else. Um, we started talk- the trend <laughs> and he was talking to jet about, I guess, headshots in airsoft. And then Jet was talking about uh, Kiki Mustang and how he does headshots and shit like that. So Kiki Mustang took it upon himself to address it with Jet's videos of him getting mad at people and shit Which, like that. Those were rough, man. <laughs> those were yikes. Those were yeah. <laughs> those were big yikes. Is this pretty, videos. Is this pretty recent? Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think the clips yeah. were recent. The, yeah. the thing with kicking Mustang and him is definitely that was like yesterday, yeah. but I don't that think the clips that he yeah. used of Jet were recent. I think those are pretty no, old. Those are older. Uh, those are much older. Uh, okay, from yeah. older videos. I mean, he took the time to find those those clips. That's the crazy thing to me. He took the time. Well, I think that, I'm pretty sure those clips were super popular back when they they were put yeah. out. So yeah. then he deleted it. Like, yeah, if, if, if you're well, do something, here's the thing: they're they're the same person is all it is. I mean, they're both just yelling at a wall. So whatever, <laughs> <laughs> a wall of airsoft. Yeah, who, who cares? Who cares, yeah. man? Just and that and that's the thing. It's like wh- those type of scenarios, kind of the drama in airsoft, kind of burns you out from even playing airsoft. It's like, yo, yeah, I don't want to walk into this and be like, oh, now I got to deal with drama. And well, I, tell, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Like, yeah, well, an airsoft is supposed to be an escape. I don't want it invading my everyday life. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's but, really that's the biggest thing. It's like I, w- I want to go when I'm when there's an event coming up. I want to be gearing up for again. I want to go to the event. I don't want to live this. It's not a sport. This isn't yeah. like this but isn't like event. sailing or boxing or like yeah. off road or like racing like Carl does. Like this isn't something like I'm doing for competition. This is something yeah. I'm doing as an escape, and I do not want it just like evolving into something that mires down my free time and makes it not fun anymore. And unfortunately yeah. I think that's the biggest cause of burnout is just like dumb drama. Like leave it on the field. You get into it with somebody in the field. Cool. Go up afterwards, apologize or don't, you know, just try not to be a dick about it. Like I've, I've gotten, I've popped off on people. There's one dude in particular that like <laughs> I torched his fucking ass. And then I went up after the fact he didn't even accept, he didn't even like acknowledge the fact that I walked up and apologized to him, but it was like, Hey man, look, this was fucked up. You, this is not how I behave and I'm and I'm sorry take it as you will and then I left it alone that's all I needed to do for me uh, whether or not they want to acknowledge that and fuck them but you know, be be the better person with that bullshit that's yeah. that's my little everybody gets everybody gets hyped up at games yeah and I agree okay. it's, just, it's all about being human and realizing like yo this isn't my job I, I just come out to play and have fun like I don't give a fuck about this other shit what you 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 hate this person I don't give a damn I'm gonna go this way I'm gonna shoot yeah. some people yeah. see, something- and like with, see with Overwatch like it actually became a job probably like around you I would say some three. people do have it for a job yeah. Yeah. I mean and, and I didn't plan it for it to be a job I mean I just I feel that we have a responsibility you know for, for the community to kind of keep this fun type of style event you know our, yeah. our niche is just a themed event it's nothing serious because there's a bunch of other events that do serious stuff and I'm hey man I'm cool with that 
Like yeah. ours is catered to like, yo, fun, a good atmosphere, a good fucking time, you know, fucking take your hits, fucking take it, come back in and, you know, fucking get revenge if possible. But don't fucking take it serious, man. If you take it serious, dude, you get burnt out quick, fast in a hurry. Yeah, and, it, and a lot of times people are clout chasing. They just want to be oh famous. Oh my God, be, yeah. They want to be the big dog. And it's like, bro, like, sit the fuck down. Sit, shut up. Shut up. You're not doing anything. Of course not, Blake. Then you end up like that guy over there. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a movie star. He, he's in <laughs> actual movies, not just airsoft stuff. So that's different. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to meld the two so I don't get burned out on airsoft. Let me tell you, airsofters are great. They they make great extras, man. Honestly, Mm. some some of the best. Yes, they will. They will also make excellent mm, main characters too. Yeah. (laughs) Second credit. Second credit. Noah. Noah took first. He's a handsome boy. The way the way I kind of look at airsoft with you know event producers and just anybody that's running a game, if we can make airsoft like Baskin Robbins, where everybody's got their own flavor, man, like yo, that's a happy community to me. You know, like you may not like fucking mint chocolate chip, well, don't go eat fucking mint chocolate chip. Go eat fucking chocolate chip. Yeah, you know, we got a we got a couple cool uh, things in the comments real quick. Manuel saying, "What do you think about hardcore Milson events?" I've never I've been to one hardcore Milson event and I fucking loved it. Uh, I look forward to going to more in the future. I actually won a ticket to Milson West on the Gun Gamers charity stream, so I'm going to have to use that in 2021. Uh, And then there's the Real Sim game in Wyandotte, Oklahoma, coming up in April. Or uh, yeah, D. David Park coming up in April, April. and I am super super pumped to do that. So I'm I'm definitely going to be interested in getting into more hardcore uh, airsoft games moving forward. <laughs> Airsofters are just medium quality NPCs. Quality NPCs. <laughs> Jesus, that's a good one. John brings up a good point in his uh, his other comment though. Play it play it open fields, man. If you're getting stressed out or yeah. at small fields, just play locally. I know yeah, I, I get I get stressed out because. Uh, you know, I run a business. I have a lot of other stuff going on in my life that I'm trying to take care of. And being gone for five days is like a big ask, yeah. uh, you know, and I, I sponsor AMS. So it doesn't like put me out a whole lot of money. But for the people that don't, man, it's still the same amount of travel and more money. So when they go there and if it's, you know, whatever event they're going to, if they don't have a good time, man, that's I think that's what stresses people out. Like one bad event, you know. Yeah. So I, mean, I think if you, I think if you play locally and you you get a good a couple good weekend games in, man, I think you'll have more fun doing that. Cause I know Cole goes to like D14 all the time and DFWAP and some of those other places. Uh, you know, getting the hospital mineral soon wells. to be mineral wells when Breach yeah, up. I will up. gladly make the drive down to play in that hospital again. Um, and that's what I need to do. I haven't I have not played Airsoft in way too freaking long. I can't remember yeah. I, what what was my last game. I mean, it was Copperhead. Copperhead, uh, Copperhead for, yeah. for me, that's it was yeah. Copperhead, and uh, then it was Jackal. So yeah, and it's just it's hard. It's hard to leave the house. It's hard to leave. You know, I can get a lot done in five days of working in my shop. So it's uh it's super stressful. I think that's what burns me out more than anything. It's just stressing myself out, the anxiety, yeah, having and to like even get behind and all that. When you've got to take time off from like an actual full-time job yeah. and you don't yeah. get a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can I can definitely see. But that's one but one thing and this is kind of time back cuz we're getting kind of short on time here. Time back to what Soda was dealing with with the Overwatch game like if you have a problem with the game, let the event host know. 
Yeah. Give them the opportunity to either fix the problem or yeah. at least explain themselves and address it. Don't immediately just run to whatever Yelp form you want, whip your dick out and start slapping the keyboard with it yeah. in an angry fashion. I, yeah. like, oh, they were doing it this week. Yeah, oh like God, go go and talk to them. There's the almost all of these event hosts. No, I want to go to Reddit. I want to go to Reddit. Fuck you. Almost all, yeah. these, <laughs> almost all these event hosts are pretty reasonable guys, and a lot of the time they thrive and evolve based on player feedback. So yes. give them the opportunity. To yeah, take your feedback and fix the thing that you have a problem with because it could be something that they hadn't thought of or that other people have a problem with but just haven't spoken out about. So do uh, that. Oh, we we just, or something we didn't see. Something yeah. we didn't see because, you know, you might have had a, a player perspective. You know, I'm looking at the whole field as a whole, moving 250 plus parts, right? Maybe your point of view showed me my weak spot where I didn't even know I had a weak spot, right? So if there's anything, you know, we're always open. You know, we, we've taken so much criticism this week and man, a lot of it, very good. A lot of it, I'm like, okay, well, you didn't know the whole backdrop yeah. to that. So, you know, may, you know, if you have something, dude, let us know, please. Like I, I take it wholeheartedly and I put it to, you know, good use. Everything like, that anybody says. As, as much as, as much as I love the phrase, fuck you is not constructive <laughs> feedback. Um, not, at, at that point, the kids are just like, oh, this fucking sucks. I hate you. It's like, tell me little possum. Why do you scream? <laughs> oh, Brian, Brian, Brian was getting yelled at this past weekend. Like there were people that were just like, who's terrifying yeah Brian's oh, scary. so many fucking dudes like, yeah he's the walking like real life gi joe figurine <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because you see him he'll put his, his his thumbs right behind his vest and that's like him trying to stay in his own bubble so he doesn't like grab somebody <laughs> but, that's hilarious yeah just i mean sweetest just, boy too and then it's just players, they get so emotional, man. They get they so do. wrapped up into it. Like you need to check your emotions, take a knee, drink some water, fucking assess the situation, then speak. And uh third ghost brings up a good point. A lot of the times it's because they didn't read the fucking op board. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Every oh, time, shit. every single event you will ever go to, there's some Jack wagon, sometimes well-known YouTuber that refuses to go to the safety brief and then breaks the rules, gets called out for breaking the rules. And then wants to yell at everybody else because he didn't know and post a video yeah. about it and then post yep. a video about it. It's the most ridiculous freaking thing yep. in the world. Yeah. I, I mean, 100%. The, I, I agree with all of that. And I feel like constructive criticism is a big thing for a lot of companies. Like provide me feedback, honest feedback that will actually help me do better. Yeah. Not just, Hey, fuck you. This shit sucks. Okay. Yeah. What's what sucked about it? Let me know so I can fix this it. This goes for everything. But, in but yeah. Everything. Yeah. Well, everything in everything. general, honestly, yeah, man. everything. Like, but people, people don't get that. Yeah. Yeah. I get, I get caught up in it too. I think, I think it's so easy to just go out and hate man and then not give constructive criticism. Like I don't see the point in going out and making more enemies when maybe you could be, be a little bit nicer and at least at the very least make them neutral to you. God, it's just, it's so exhausting to be a cunt. It really is. It's a lot of work. I get paid to be one. So I try not to do it in my personal life. Fuck it. Right. Well, I think on that note, 
we're just about <laughs> time here. We're trying to make sure that these run a little more succinctly, but thanks everybody for tuning in. It's been a great show. Uh, we'll yeah, be coming so. back, not next Friday. Cause well, we might do, we might do a black Friday show. We haven't decided yet. We'll keep everybody posted. So please go like, follow the page, uh, keep an eye out. We're going to start doing these event posts and kind of doing it ahead of time more often. Uh, I'm going to start uploading episodes every Wednesday. So this should be up on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, whatever you choose to jack off to in the dark. <laughs> next Wednesday. Thank you, Kev. Thank you, Soto. We appreciate you guys coming on. My pleasure, guys. My pleasure. Next show is going to be either Woodcock next Friday or we end up skipping. It will be Roy and Eric from SpeedQB to go over some of their new, new hot shit. And if you haven't haven't watched SCP, you suck. Go do it now. Yeah. SCP Overlord on YouTube. Go check that shit out. It's mad hot. Uh, has anybody got anything the, real quick? Yeah, yeah. What's the actual second that David Lee dies at SCP? Death has been memed probably more than anything else. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, guys. See you guys. Later, folks. Later. Bye. Later, guys. <laughs>